I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode of Sales Team Rescue. I think you're what, episode 17, I think? Woo, we're getting there. This is great. Awesome. Um, so guys, welcome. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I have got a special guest. So Lorianne Mirabito is a business coach and speaking strategist. She's a two-time best-selling author and a professional speaker. Now, today she focuses on helping small business owners leverage the platform to get visible, attract high-end clients, and monetize their intellectual property. Now, she says she's a reformed, painfully shy gal who left a corporate job with no business plan, no business skills, and was forced to present at business meetings and coincidentally attracted a few clients and stumbled upon the secret to growing her business effortlessly. Because of speaking, she replaced her corporate income within three months. Lorianne, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Jeremy, with you. Oh, I'm excited to have you. So, um, you know, let's be transparent. I'm in one of your programs. Yes, uh, we are. Uh, we, we may touch on a little later. Um, but I was attracted to speaking a long, long time ago. It was inspired by Tony Robbins uh, way back in oh, 2007, I think, 2008. Um, but I knew that I wanted to, to speak on stage to connect with the audience. And at one point, um, Tony had the entire, it was Halifax Metro Center, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Everybody was, it was packed and everybody was on their feet, jumping up and down in unison. And the energy was insane. And in that moment, I realized that if I wanted to connect with people, if I wanted to move people, I needed to be able to speak from the stage. And it completely shifted my life. And that got me in the coaching space. It made me want to speak. Um, and since then, I've kind of been chasing this. I don't want to call it a dream now because I guess it's a reality. Um, but what at the time was a dream of speaking all over the world. And now I've had the opportunity to, to speak on both sides of the border. So international speaker. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, and had the ability to, to close some big offers from stage. And um, yeah, it's just been so much fun. And this is one of the bigger, well, first of all, I'm in your program because I want to keep getting better. Um, and this is like any other skill. It's something that you want to continue working on and, and developing. But I really want you to touch on why speaking matters, especially mm. for the sales process. It's so, in a word, efficient. Right. Absolutely efficient. You can like go to a, let's just take like, let's, talk about like in-person stuff and you can go to a networking event or a meeting or a conference and during their networking opportunities, talk with people one-on-one. -on -one. Great. Like how many people will you have had some great conversations with that you can take further versus let me speak in the front of the room. One, I'm positioned as the expert. Two, they're reading my bio, you know, and setting, you know, like really setting me up for the audience to listen to me. But during like, even if you only are speaking for 20 to 30 minutes, you build that know, like, and trust so fast mm -hmm. and can literally make an offer at the end of 20 minutes and have people like raising their hands saying, yes, I want that or rushing to the back of the room to get your offer. Right. 
Where else can you do that in 20 minutes or less? 100%. I, uh, not, not that long ago, actually, earlier this year, um, I spoke at a free event. And uh, mm -hmm. I think I had a 15-minute spot, maybe 20-minute spot. And that turned into a lead that after two more conversations turned into a $15,000 sale. And that, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't instantly on the spot. It wasn't a, you know, run to the back of the room, a purchase, but um, it was, you know, a few great conversations and a strong relationship built and even more connections came from that event. So it, there's, there's such a high level of authority built from the stage. Yes. And I also say that, you know, speaking is the gift that keeps on giving. So just because that event is like one and done, you never, like if those people are on your list, you never know, Jeremy, you're going to get emails later on that says, Hey, I saw you speak. I was in your audience. I'm on the committee for another event. Would you come and do that sales talk? And you know, oh, it happened. Thank you. Thank you. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> totally is. Totally is. No. And it's, it's phenomenal because um, like I, I got messages, my call to action at the end of, of that particular talk was send me a text and I'll send you a freebie. And one of the texts was, oh my gosh, you're amazing. I want you to speak at my event. Okay. You know, so uh, it's, it's just so powerful, but I don't want it to be taken for granted. Like I used to just, you know, think you could step on stage and make magic happen. And there's a lot more to it. Um, and for me personally, I was terrified of it for a long time. I was once at an event uh, where I was learning how to be a coach. And uh, the coach said, Hey, tomorrow you're going to get up on stage, do a 20 minute presentation in front of the audience. You've got to have uh, you know, full experiential component to it. You need to do a pitch um, and you get 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, what do I do? And I freaked out and, you know, I did it, but I was terrified and it was not a very good presentation at all. And so I, I went on a hunt immediately for speaker training. So if and a lot of the people in our audience now, we've got two main uh, people that are watching and listening to us. One, business owners that want to increase their sales, uh, but two, uh, sales people, right? So how can, um, let's start with the business owners because that's a, a little easier one. How can a business owner most efficiently add speaking to their business? How can they add it to their business? Well, one, they should just start speaking. They probably belong to some sort of professional association um, for their whatever industry that they're selling in, um, or maybe they're part of like the National Association of Consultants. And I would, you know, like one, the next time you go to a meeting, approach them, you know, and let them know, like, like the simple question is, what's your process for finding speakers? What's your process for booking speakers? Or, you know, and then just finding out, like, who is the responsible person whom I should be speaking with about this and just letting them know that you're available to speak. And then local chambers, any sort of business networking um, is a great way to start. Um, another way to start, if we're talking about, like, online, is just exactly what you're doing right here. You have your own Facebook live show. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. I mean, a stage is a stage is a stage right now. I, I personally feel like in person is the highest impact that you can have. It's I, I think it's I'm personally biased about in person stuff. Yes, I'm actually doing one tomorrow. I've got a couple others booked this fall. Um, but for for the people that are like, well, I'm remote or I'm limited by family responsibility to how far I can go. So 
I mean, start with what you can do. Right. I'm more right. happy that people are just starting. Right. Well, I mean, we, we were talking before we went live here. Like, I'm actually visiting my dad right now. Um, you know, and you know, I'm I'm in New Brunswick. And a month ago I was in Ottawa, Ontario. And you know, two months from now I could be in California, right? Um, but we have the ability to have this impact and have these these stages no matter where we are in the world. Absolutely. That's so powerful. So if a business owner wants to get started, they can go to the chamber of commerce or a local group, like you mentioned, maybe there's a lunch and learn opportunity they could speak at or um, sponsor something for an opportunity. So let's just say they get the spot. Okay. Yes. They, they get booked. <clears throat> we'll touch on that later. <laughs> What's next? How, how do you, how do you show up in a way that brings that authority? Okay. First I would say to help with that, um, the jitters, Get there early and introduce yourself to as many people as you can. Okay. Now it's not an audience of strangers. It's an audience of people that you met. Because then you, if you are the speaker, then you can ask them like, hey, what do you hope to get out of this program? What compelled you to show up this morning or for this lunch and learn? What are you interested in learning? So now you're gathering information also either one for, you know, like, oh, I'm going to touch on that. Or I can make a call out during my talk. You know, I was talking to Mary earlier who was wondering about, well, guess what? That makes Mary feel like, oh, he picked my question. And it makes the meeting planner like, oh, look at him engage with the audience. And that was super easy to do. Now, the stuff that you don't touch on that you hear other people, because this is just, these are just conversations with your ideal clients. Make sure you write them down. There's content for another speech. Gotcha. So we're not even on stage yet. We're not even on stage we've yet. Talked, we've talked to the audience. We've got all these great ideas now to engage during the speech or to write down to, to use in the future. So here's, here's you know, like uh, speaking 101, you know, like quickly, yeah. you know, um, in the allotted time that we have, because, you know, I'm a speaker, so I could talk for hours about this. Right. Is th- I feel like there are two types of speakers. There's like the college professor and then there's the professional. So the college professor is the one that just kind of dumps out all this information. And then at the end, it's like, you know, like, all right, go off and go apply it. And more times than not, they over teach. Right. The big, the big mistake that I see with newbie speakers um, is that they give so much information that you confuse your audience, your buyers, and then they don't do anything because they don't know where to start. So start your presentation, know what you're going to, what's the goal? Here's what I, here's the very next step that I want my audience to take, whether that's a phone call from you to get your opt-in, like what you said, you know, send me a text and I'll send you a freebie, whatever that like next step is. And then you basically, a presentation is like a sandwich. It's your opening and your close. And depending on how much time you have to speak, so if it's 30 minutes, I would say two points, mm. two points in between. And that by having like no more than three points for a 45 minute to a 60 minute um, keynote, then that helps not overteach. That kind of like limits you to here are the three areas and that's it. And you know what I've seen, uh, you know, you say newbie speakers, like I made a huge mistake in one one of, uh, I'll call it an event, I guess, a speaking gig anyway. 
um, was asked to come speak. The guy's like, hey, how much would you charge? I'm like, I'll do it for free if you'd let me pitch. He's like, you're in. So fun fact, can totally landed a, a gig that way. Um, but what was going to be a two-hour workshop turned into a three-hour dragging on thing. And it was all my fault, totally on me. The only person that bought at the end was somebody who left an hour early. <laughs> wow. And yeah. you didn't even hear your pitch? Nope. I, I, uh, I messaged them later with it, I think. There you go. Yeah. So it was, uh, but, it, and I think to your point that, you know, two points or three points based on the length, that, that's huge because we, we tend to associate value and content, right? And, and you, you do, but it's not the amount, right? It's not speaking for three hours. You don't need to tell somebody how to write their book or tell someone how to build their sales process or tell someone how to become a speaker from end to end in that presentation, right? Right. Right. And anything longer than an hour in my book is a workshop. Mm. So you can still take that framework and you just dive deeper into each point, you know, so you can take that same framework like you're talking about and turn that into a three hour, hour workshop. Right. But yes, it's sort of like um, having the gym membership where you can go work out every single day, but you still don't. Right. You're like more is not always better. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, are you using the information? So that's what we want to make sure as a speaker that we give people the information to get a small win. Mm. Gotcha. Just moving them from point A to point B, not all the way to point Z or Z, depending on which right. country you're watching or listening from. Um, yeah, that's, that's such a big deal. Like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to spend far too much time on this point, but like, it's just, we're, we're a lot of people, especially in the coaching space, we feel so compelled to just what we think is deliver, 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 but it actually is info dump, info dump, info dump. Yeah. And, and that, you get overwhelmed. The, the yeah. audience gets overwhelmed. And then that's the college professor just getting out as much material and information in 45 minutes before the class is dismissed. Right. And then people don't do anything. So here's sort of a funny story. I was at a morning event on a topic for an HR um, um, association club that I had spoken for. And I was interested in the topic that was the following month after I spoke. So I show up for this breakfast meeting. The woman's like speaking for over an hour. And literally she was like, how much longer do I have to speak? And somebody said 10 minutes. She literally went another 15. And I was like, so here's another like pro lesson. End on time. Mm. Be respectful of your audience because nothing is worse than dumping out information and there's no clothes. There's no, you don't bring it to an end and the I, audience I has to leave. And if anything, they're not going to ever call you because you didn't respect their time. Like they got to work late. Mm. Well, and, and it's so interesting because I think structuring your time and structuring an offer at the end when it's appropriate. I mean, I don't think it's rocket science necessarily, but there's definitely a formula to follow. And I watched somebody who, uh, let's just say that I've read, I think two or three of her books on a step on a stage um, and did a great presentation. And at the end she goes, Oh wait, I was supposed to offer something. Um, so if you want my uh, thing and I'm just like, I almost ran after her and asked her if I could help her with her pitch. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's, but so like there's people that are professionals like if, if, if you think that, you know, oh, this is for someone else, this is someone that's got books out and like, it, it's not, it's just a formula. It is. And Lorianne, you have the formula. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um I want before we dig into it though, because I there's there's still so many things I I could have. Oh you no, we could talk about this for hours. And, and we have. <laughs> yes. We literally have. Um but for the audience, so from a salesperson perspective, so let's say um, someone watching or listening is a member of a sales team. And although we know there's lots of sales teams that get leads coming in and they just are supposed to close them or do the follow-up, right? But the one thing to really make you invaluable as a salesperson is to go out and generate your own leads. So how can a salesperson who you know works for a company, maybe isn't the owner, right? Isn't the CEO. Mm -hmm. How can they go out and go beyond just networking for leads? How could they, do you have any tips uh, for, so how they could take the messaging that already exists in their company and go out and turn that into a way to get on stage and generate leads for their business or for their company they work for? Well, let's start with like, what are the solutions that you offer your current customers? Mm -hmm. So let's talk, it would be like, let's, configure a speech that sort of addresses like, why do people come to you? You know, what are three tips that you might be able to offer? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of like somebody that's in um, my program in demand. He works for a company and he sells um, benefits to companies. Okay. So his talk, pardon? Like health benefits? Yes. Okay. Um, That's one of the benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, So, One, he talks about, he helps small businesses who don't necessarily know when do we need to hire on an HR department. So we outsource our HR. At what point do we do that? Um, And what are the benefits of doing something like that? So there, I mean, so he could construct a whole talk just around that. Here are the benefits and here's what you wouldn't have to worry about. You know, what, what are some of the common questions that people ask you? You know, not just for this particular individual, but for whoever's like listening to this and is wondering, like, I wouldn't even know where to begin on how to put a a talk together or what I would talk about. What are the common questions that people ask you? You know, either about your product, about how you like the solutions that you offer, um, all those common questions can be a talk right there. And especially if you hear them often enough. Now, if you're doing a 30 to 45 minute presentation on it, you're helping like this whole group of people, you know, basically you're basically doing a group sales call almost. Right. That's really what speaking does. And that goes back to the reason why I, I, in one word, I call it efficient. Right. Awesome. So what tips can you share? I feel like I'm just going to pull all the information out of you. Uh, What tips can you share when it comes to, making an offer and specifically how to know how, how to gauge if an offer is appropriate for an audience. Okay. So in order to know if an, if an offer is appropriate for an off for your audience, um, I would have like a couple that are in your back pocket that way while you're there in the morning or just before the event and you're talking to people then you might get a feel for, all right, I'm not going to offer this. I'm going to offer something else. You only want to have one call to action for the audience. Don't confuse them on what to do. So just one call to action. So here's a great example. So not only do I have like programs, but I also do like one-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. So I might drop the seed during a story, you know, 
to try to emphasize like a point and support a point, you know, in my, with one of my clients in my private coaching practice, in another program that I speak about in my sales talk, in my leadership talk, you're just planting seeds because then the audience is like, Oh, Jeremy has this other talk on sales. How to like, you know, like how to, um, I'm just going to pull something out of the hat, like um, how to turn a cold into a warm lead. Oh, we need him to come into our company and do that. Right. Then you talk about like your consulting. It's like, oh, he also does consulting. So then at the end, it could always be just a simple like get on the phone to see how I can help you and your sales team with X, Y, Z. Gotcha. I like it. I, I like having those options. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I think I was always resistant to is if I'm doing a talk, especially if there's slides, mm-hmm. then I've got something prepared on the slides for the offer. Mm-hmm. And how do I call an audible, so to speak, um, and change it on the fly? So, I mean, obviously, I just would not go that far on the slide. Um, two slides. Oh. Just have two slides. Mm-hmm. And before you're getting up there, you just know which one you are like, oops, I'm going to move this one out of the way because this is going to be my offer. Gotcha. See, we, we make things feel so so complicated and it's not. And it's not complicated at we just all. Go, hmm, drag yeah. that slide down to the end. We're just not going to go there. Gotcha. Well, as, as a matter of fact, one of my clients is um, she's speaking um, out of town and she's and she's an organizational specialist. Like she goes into people's homes and she helps you get organized. So she's going to a talk to a conference that she's speaking twice at. So she's actually going with three different presentations mm. because she's going to survey the audience. Do you want to know about the garage, the kitchen, or like the living room or the, the like the bedroom closet? And I said, I told her, I said, what, you know, like if you're going to survey, like, I want to give you exactly what you need today to walk away with who wants to learn about. And now she has the opportunity to say, okay, I just so you know, if you want to attend my program tomorrow, I'm not going to be like, I won't be talking about the bedroom closet tomorrow Mm. or about like whatever it is. And I just said, you have to just, you just have to be able to like go over to your computer and click just there's the presentation on that and whatever the audience picked. So there's a way, and is the audience going to care that you took a few seconds to change slides? Not at all. They're just going to be like, oh my God, she like asked us what we wanted. Yeah. Again, no like trust. <clears throat> exactly. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So I want to, there's two things that I want to do. One is I want to hear a little bit more about how, our amazing audience can get a little taste of what you do. But before that, I want to hit you with the lightning round. Okay. Okay. So the lightning round, this is where I just, this is, I think the most fun part. Um, I love all the information. I love all the learning, but I'm really curious. Yeah. We know the coffee's for closers. Hmm. What's your favorite coffee or comparable drink? I would have to go with bullet coffee. Oh, like bulletproof? I use an espresso machine, but I put coconut oil and ghee in it. That's it. Uh-huh. So a little bit of heavy cream. Love it. Love it. I uh, I actually had the chance to visit some Bulletproof Coffee uh, places when I was in LA. Nice. And, mm-hmm. Very yummy. Awesome. What's the number one book or movie you recommend to sales reps or sales leaders? Oh, 
All right. So I want to give you this new book out by a couple of friends of mine uh, who are speakers. Mm -hmm. Um, It is Connie Podesta and Meredith Elliott Powell. So it's the best sales book ever and the best sales leadership book ever. This is just a new book out. Um, And because they're both professional speakers and I love listening to them, I just recently picked this up and it's got great little tidbits that you could literally like read like a page a day. Um, I love that, but I'm also going to like throw in, you know, a Jeffrey Gittimer. Ah, yes. Is that little red book of sales? Little red book of sales. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Love that one. Always have. I'll tell you the day that I, that Jeffrey Gittimer followed me on Twitter, I was, or on Instagram, I think I was like, Ooh, it's real. (laughs) I screenshotted that. And yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's. I think I've got the sales bible in one of my uh, my bookshelves. Um, yeah, he's amazing, amazing. Um, who's somebody that you've considered a mentor in your life? Um, I would say it's a friend of mine that I met a long time ago when I was just entering into healthcare. Um, his name is Peter Bagley, and he's just somebody that I just I love his energy and his attitude, and he's probably just been my longest, dearest friend. Um, for all these years and whenever, you know, like, and he's a big marketing and sales guy. So whenever I've like had a problem with something, I mean, he easily finds a solution. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And my favorite question, what's the strangest thing you do in your daily routine to stay on your game? Well, I wouldn't consider it strange, but (laughs) if you ask me, I would say working out. Okay. I'm a morning person. I work out in the morning. It just makes me feel amazing. The uh, endorphins. I recently took up Orange Theory. Oh. I've been going there like twice a week. And um, it's just, I love the way I feel. And I just feel powerful. And I always have great ideas. And that is the best way for me to start my day. Yeah. I, there's something about, uh, for me, starting my day failing at the gym. You push yourself to failure. You're like, okay, well, there, we got through that. Now let's start the rest of the day, right? So I, from here, right? I like that attitude. I, you know, push yourself to failure and it's like, okay, I've had my failure. Now it's all uphill from here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, all right. You've got the formula. I got the formula. You've got the formula to get booked. Yes. So share with the audience about your upcoming free training that you have. Yeah, I'm doing a free training that is coming up in a couple of weeks on September 16th to the 20th. It's called the Get Booked Training. It is my exact process. This is exactly how I get speaking dates on the calendar, free or paid, but I am sharing with people like how to do this yourself. And how do we like, hey, by the end of the week, you could actually, you can actually have a speaking gig on your calendar. Huh. So money in the bank. So someone can sign up, mm-hmm. do this free training, have a closed sales gig. Mm-hmm. And potentially, depending on how it, how it's structured, they, I mean, they could be paid in, in advance for it if it's a paid gig, right? Absolutely. Wow. So I, I walk people like this is going to be um, via email with Mm -hmm. video trainings and also worksheets. And I literally walk people through a step-by-step process so that one, you don't get overwhelmed with how to get booked, but also like, let me find not just a audience, but the perfect audience, Mm -hmm. an audience filled with your ideal clients. That's key. 
Amazing, amazing. And so the audience can go to speakandstandout.com forward slash GBT for Get Booked Training, right? Yes. Awesome, awesome. I'm super excited. Um, I've been through this training, um, and I'll be honest, I invested in the program on the other side. Just saying, I'll seed it for you. It's a great program. Um, and you know, I'm and I'm still in it. It's it's ongoing, and uh, and I love having having the support of the group, um, having support of you, Lorianne. And it's I'm always pushing myself to to go further in my my speaking journey. I guess we'll call it. That's that. wonderful. That's wonderful. Awesome. awesome. So, speakandstandout.com forward slash GBT. So get book training GBT, and that will get you signed up for the upcoming training. Excellent. So, Lorianne, is there anything you want to share with the audience before we go? Any last thoughts um, as far as speaking and how it can impact their sales? As a reformed, painfully shy girl, and when I say painfully shy, I mean like couldn't make eye contact with people. I am living proof that if I can go from not being able to make eye contact to you know, walking on stages and speaking to hundreds and thousands of people that you can too. I accidentally fell into this and accidentally attracted my first few clients when I left my corporate job. But you know what? It works amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. This is Lorianne Mirabito. And this was episode 17 of Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and I will remind you, you can check out this replay and previous episodes and upcoming episodes at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you next week, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Remember, guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.